0: Let's just stand for a moment. Let's just pray that we might see God's glory here this morning. Hallelujah. Father, we yeah. thank you already that we've had a wonderful time. We thank you for everything that's gone on already this yes. morning. Praise God. We've just sensed the moving of your Holy Spirit in this place. And we thank you for that. Yeah. Thank you that where two or three are gathered right. in your name, you are there Hallelujah. in the midst, and Father, we want that this morning, because we want you to speak to us, Father, we need to hear what you are saying to us in these days, yeah. because we need to act in a way that honors you, and Father, we want to carry what we hear today out into the world tomorrow so father we pray that your spirit will move amongst us now as we look into your word and thank
1: you for your word hallelujah
0: thank you for the truth that it contains father i pray that you will give me the words that i need to speak or take away anything that i say that's not helpful but, Lord, we pray that uh, you'll just move amongst us, Father. Yes, we right. ask that. We plead for that this morning. Yes. Dear God, touch our hearts yes, Lord, and Lord. our minds that we might become more like Jesus yes. in all that we say yes. and all that we do. In Jesus' name, yes. amen. Amen. Let's be amen. Well, it's a pleasure and a privilege yes. of my own, Mick. <laughs> are you receiving me lovely good it's a pleasure and it's a privilege to be here this morning thank you so much for your welcome uh nick it's 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 lovely and if you look at um, your phone during the uh, uh the preach uh, and you jump up and wave your hands <laughs> and you go, run around the church we know that england have, uh, have got there but praise god it seemed right this morning as it's remembrance day a special day That we pause, a day when we pause and reflect on those who sacrificially laid down their lives to consider the words of Jesus in Mark 14 and Luke 22, which Paul expands on in the verses from 1 Corinthians 11 that Angie read to us. Words that Christians use very often when they take communion or sometimes called the breaking of bread or the Lord's Supper. You'll be, of course, familiar uh, with the context in which Jesus spoke those words, having completed his earthly mission. Jesus and his disciples are meeting in an upper room in Jerusalem for the Passover meal. And it is the night before Jesus is crucified and he wants his disciples in the days ahead not to be forgetful. Do this in remembrance, Jesus says, as he takes some bread and he breaks it and says, this is my body broken for you. Do this in remembrance, Jesus says, as he takes the cup of wine and says, this cup signifies the new agreement between God and you set in motion by the pouring out of my blood. Don't forget, make sure you remember, guys. Jesus emphasizes, which in actual fact echoes the phrase, "lest we forget, that we use today in gatherings, commemorating those servicemen and women who fell in the two world wars and beyond. A phrase which in actual fact was taken from a poem written in 1897 by Rudyard Kipling, and it was a poem based on Deuteronomy 4:9, which says this take heed to thyself and keep thy soul diligently, lest thou forget the things thy eyes have seen, which in essence is about remembering to give God the glory for all that he has done. Thank you for sharing, Gabby, this morning, giving God the glory and others for what God has been doing this week in people's lives. And we need to remember that lest. We forget, but, you know, I think this morning, uh, it's important to ask the question, why did Jesus want to make sure his disciples did not forget him? They had walked and talked and ate with him for three years, had some amazing experience. How could they forget him? You know, I wonder if Jesus instructed the disciples to take the bread and the wine because he knew that remembrance The act of stopping and contemplating takes time. But time is often in short supply because people, and even disciples, I guess, have busy lives. Some years ago, after Angie retired, Suffolk and Norfolk Life magazine asked her to fill their monthly walking slot, and having done several walks, she went uh, sent them to a publisher who's published two books with the third one due next year. And each book of walks is deliberately entitled Walks in the Slow Lanes, mm-hmm. because Angie wanted to highlight that when you slow down, you have time to ponder, you have time to appreciate what's <coughs> around you, you have time to engage with people, you have time to remember you have time to get to your priorities in order so that your life can reflect that beautiful verse in John Whittier's hymn, Dear Lord and Father of Mankind, which says this: drop thy still Jews of quietness till all our striving cease. Take from my soul the stone, take from my our souls the strain and stress, and let our ordered lives confess the beauty of your peace. You know, Cory Ten once said, if the devil can't make you sin, he'll make you busy. (laughs) (laughs) So I wonder, when was the last time you took time to consider what's important in your life? Christian musician Adrian Snell has these lines in one of his songs, goodbye October Do we see the colours change? Are we all too busy rushing through the year? Are we making time for Jesus and the things he wants to teach us? Can he reach us? Do we really want to hear? You know, no matter what time of life we're going through, it's critical from time to time. To stop and ask yourself, am I too busy? Because busyness leads to tiredness. Tiredness leads to distraction and distraction leads to ungodliness. John Markoma in his book, The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry, which I can recommend to you, it's a brilliant book. The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry writes this. When we're too tired to do what's actually life-giving for our souls, we turn to our distraction of choice. Overeating, over-drinking, binge-watching Netflix, browsing social media, surfing the web, looking at porn, whatever your particular addiction is. When we're too tired to do what's actually life-giving for our souls, we turn to our distraction. of choice. So I wonder this morning,
1: is there something you need to say no to?
0: Be at a church, or at work, or at home, or in the community, so you achieve that balance between lethargy and persistent activity. Or maybe the opposite is true. Possibly it's time to consider whether your busyness has its roots elsewhere. John Mark Coma continues. Too often, a hurry. Is a sign of something else, something deeper. Usually, that we're running away from something like father wounds, childhood yeah. trauma, deep insecurity, lack of self worth, fear of failure, an inability to accept the limitations of our humanity, or simply a boredom with the mundanity of life. You know, when we're busy,
1: we forget. When we're busy, we don't remember, perhaps, the things that are important in our lives.
0: you know, sometimes the opposite's true. There are things in our lives, particularly things we've done or haven't done, said or haven't said, those disappointments, hurts, regrets, painful experiences that have been stuck in our thoughts for years and years and we can't shake them off those things that we want to forget but we can't god declares in isaiah 43 25 jeremiah 31 34 and hebrews eight twelve. and i will be merciful towards them and their wrongdoings and i will remember their sins no more You know, this morning, God deliberately chooses not to remember our sins, thereby making his forgiveness complete. Whereas Satan would encourage us to live with guilt and fear to pull us into the shadowlands of our memories in which our sins and other issues replay on the walls of our minds. But the good news is this morning that God, through His Holy Spirit, is able to free us not only from busyness and distraction so we can remember what we need to remember, He can also free us from the burden of those recollections
1: that are best left behind.
0: But you know, however, although remembrance and sometimes non remembrance are vital, remembrance was not, in fact, the key word that Jesus wanted his disciples to grasp. Jesus did not say, Do this in remembrance of my miracles, even though they demonstrated that he was the Son of God. Neither did he say, Do this in remembrance of my teaching, although the Bible is critical. Nor did he say, Do this in remembrance of my prayers or when praying is central to a Christian's growth. He said, do this in remembrance of me. Do this in remembrance of me. Remember me, Jesus said, when you take communion. Do this in remembrance of me when you live out your lives daily. Focus on me. Concentrate on me. Jesus says, because Christianity at his heart is not about religion. It's about relationship, a relationship with the risen Christ, someone we can know personally, somebody who is by our side 24 hours a day, even if you're in a car driving from Cambridge, someone who loves us and desires our love in return.
1: How do you know this morning, when you're in love with someone,
0: you can't forget them. You think about them all the time. They are an integral part of your everyday life. So here's the question. I wonder how often you and I think about Jesus. Do you sense his presence in the everyday moments? Do you talk to him? Is he involved in your decision-making or is he only remembered when there's a crisis?
1: You know, today it's
0: right to remember those who fought for their country. There are many moving wartime stories.
1: And it's important not to forget, like that of a guy called Lionel Digby, someone whose
0: story Angie discovered on one of her walks. Lionel Digby was the rector of an Anglican church in a small Norfolk village in 1915. And Although he was entitled to protected occupation, many of his parishioners enlisted and knowing they were in the thick of battle, Lionel even though he was a vicar, decided he must go too. In August 1918, Lionel was sent to the front line as a private, not a padre, and on October the 18th, he was killed. And his friends, knowing he was a rector and the sacrifice he made carried his body to a nearby church, so he could be buried on consecrated ground. But because it was a french Roman Catholic church, the priest refused. So his friends dug a grave as near as they could to the churchyard wall and buried Lionel there. But that night, the priest was so troubled by his refusal and the dedication of Lionel's friends, he had the churchyard boundary extended (laughs) (laughs) to include Lionel's graves. You know, this morning we need to remember those who have laid down in uh, their lives for our sake. But it's also right to remember the fact that not only did
1: Jesus lay down his life, but he is with us wherever we are. And he desires a personal love relationship with us. I must have prayed in a moment. We've got time this morning. Because when I was preparing
0: this, I just felt that there was going to be someone here this morning who needed to act on Jesus' words in Matthew eleven twenty-eight. 28, which are these, come to me, or will you go weary and heavy laden? And I will give you rest. We all live busy lives. I just felt that there might be those there this morning, perhaps. This applies to all of us. We need to be saying, Lord, take the burdens from me and give me your rest. But before we do that, can I just mention a word? Malachi 3, the final book in the Old Testament. Malachi 3, chapter 16, uh, chapter 3, rather, verse 16. Then the Lord had a book of remembrance drawn up in which he recorded the names of those who wanted him and loved to think about him. So we serve a God this morning
1: who forgets our sins but remembers our names. Mm -hmm. They are all written down in his book
0: of remembrance. So if you're a follower of Jesus this morning, God has your name recorded
1: in his book. We could just have that last slide up. Yeah. So let's just stand for a moment, if you're able to. Let's just take time. We've got time. Just pause. and reflect on our own lives.
0: Oh, thank you that you're a God who says, come to me all you who are weary and heavy laden and I will give you
1: rest. Father, thank you that whatever we are going through this morning we can come to you and rest in you.
0: Father, I just want to pray that you will help us to work out in our lives, Lord, perhaps things that we need to lay
1: down, perhaps things that we need to pick up. So that our lives are in order so that our ordered lives confess the beauty of your peace so that we're not rushing and tearing around we have time think about you think about our own needs to think about the needs of others Father, help us in our busy lives, find space for those things that are really important. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.